But it's then focusing on those key relationships and thinking, what can I do about it? Do I want to put the time and effort and energy into developing and enhancing these relationships? Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Welcome to an edition of your Personal Branding Podcast. In this particular edition, I have a special guest, a fellow podcaster with me. Hey, Alan, welcome to the podcast show. Thank you very much. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Alan is a podcaster and he blogs and podcasts with Infinite Pie and Connection Podcasts. And right away, before you get into deeper, uh, Infinite or Infinite Pie, it's just one thing. You know, what is that pie that is infinite? <laughs> See, now that, that, that's the interesting question because I like to think that, um, that it can be a number of things. In, in a sense, the, the pie itself could be infinite in that it's, it, it's, it's a metaphor for life in the sense that I have a great belief in, uh, a belief in abundance, that I should have an abundant mentality, that there's enough out there for all of us. And there's a lot of people who believe that if they see their life like a pie, that if you take a big slice of it, there's less left for me. Whereas I see that actually there's enough ingredients and uh, enough sort of attributes and, uh, and, and skills and values that we can throw into this pie that means that it can be ongoing for all of us to, to, to benefit from. That symbolizes the, the world of abundance, that there's a lot, there's more than enough for all of us to have more than enough to go around for all of us to share. Yeah, and, and again, you know, like, like, like any pie, you know, you, you've got to put the effort in to make these things, so it's not just sitting back and wishing for your, your big slice, but, um, but it's, it's out there if we're, if we're prepared to go and, and uh, you know, if I want to take the metaphor on, to feast on it. Infinite pie. I'll have my share, but if I take a chunk, I still have more, and I can share. Yep. All right, let's look at the acts of connection, connecting with people, connecting with things, and, and creating connection that can, especially being the digital age and the connection economy. Why is it the need for us to make connections that count? Yeah, well, again, it's this thing that um, you just mentioned in the digital economy. So when I talk about connections, I talk about our connection or our relationship to people, to places and to things. And in this world at the moment, you know, everything is being speeded up. So everything's really fast and we want things quickly and on tap and available. And to a certain degree, it's all there. We can go online and we can access lots of information and Again, with social media, with LinkedIn, with Twitter, with Facebook, lots of people are searching for and seeking out those numbers. They're seeking out um, how many followers do I have, how many connections have I made. But it's actually understanding that behind every number is a person. And it's about understanding the quality of the relationship that we have with that person. So when we see our, um, our Twitter feed filling up with lots and lots of, of information or when we see our timeline getting on Facebook getting bogged down with, with lots of, whether it be adverts or information from, from people that we're thinking, well, do I really want that? It's probably because we haven't actually put any time into filtering that and developing the, 
the, if you like, the quality relationships that are going to make our life fuller or happier or simpler? Well, let's boil this down gradually in, in, this, in this form. Digital economy, people are seeking connection, people are being upset with the likes, with tweets, with retweets, with followers, with fans. How do one begin to make careful connections? That really matters. What are the procedures? Because we, 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 don't be, we don't get overwhelmed with all these numbers and all these figures. But from this day forth, I want to make great connections. What do I do? <laughs> Well, I think I think the uh, uh, I think that there's there's um, a, a couple of simple things. One of the things is that uh, don't always focus on collecting. Start focusing on connecting. So it's not just about how do I get another number? How do I get another number? How do I get another number? It's actually starting to reach out and connect. So to become consciously aware of you know what relationships that you want to search out now again they don't always have to be these incredible two-way ongoing collaborative relationships but it's being putting some conscious thought into who you want to reach out to and why um and whether it's you know from uh, i've worked with organizations to support them on their sales with their sales teams and it's about well what quality of relationship do you want with your customers? Do you want it to be transactional? Um, do you want it to be this collaborative, this preferred supplier or planning partner, that type of thing? So it's, it's putting some thought into that. The other thing is as well is it's moving away from just consumption and moving into sort of creation. So again, what content are you producing and putting out there? What are you giving out as well as taking back or being open to receive? And I'll, I'll, I'll happily talk about the difference between taking and being open to receive as well if, uh, if, if that's a topic that uh, we want to explore later. Yeah, I think we'll we, we get there as we move along. So it's all kind of the purpose and why you really seek that connection. That's what you're seeking to gain from even if the number is not that chunk or that huge, but what level of connection, what do, what do you seek to gain or give in, in what you're trying to do? Yeah, it's, it's, it's knowing what that number is for. You know, do I need one million people following me to make this a viable, you know, uh, 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 proposition? Or will a hundred real quality connections actually serve me well? So it's not just about the size of the number all the time. So I help people, um, my, my clients that, that I work with, I will often help them with something that I call a connection map. And there's sort of uh, a couple of core principles to the connection map. And the first one is understanding the, the if you like, the problem you're trying to solve or the, the question that you want to ask yourself. Um, and the quality of the question that you ask will determine the quality of the answer that you receive. Um, and, then, and then it moves down through these phases. So I actually get them to build and design this map. And, uh, and the first part of that is about self-awareness. It's about that, as I say, what, quality, what, what question am I asking? What problem am I solving? What do I know about myself that's going to serve um, this moving me in the right direction? And then we move on to... Uh, actually starting to identify those key relationships before analyzing the relationships and where they should be and where they are at the moment and what we can do about it and then putting some action steps. What's the first next step that you can take to move you towards that quality relationship, that, that true connection, is, if you will? Well, I think with this, every individual or even in business can just begin to tap into this and look at these are the things if you want to go on social and look at your target uh, market audience 
and the quantity or the number you, you need and what connection that's going to result in that. With that said, it means that when one is able to clear his or her mind based on this this map, connection map, one will not be so much bothered about the three, the likes, but how the little number or even the chunk number can still be able to meet the needs of the people or even get the result the person one is one is requiring from such connections. Yeah, and and again, you know, don't don't get me wrong. You know, we all like to see our retweets going up or, or, <laughs> or things like that. You know, it, there is an element of one. There's an element of vanity to that. There is also that that social proof. It it yeah. pro, you know when things go viral or things start to explode. Um, you know, it does give us a little bit of validity to the things that we're producing, but it's not the be all and end all. It doesn't mean that, you're, that the quality of what you're producing is any lower. And sometimes we're, we're trying to catch that, that lightning in a bottle because of, of that experience of, well, why aren't people out there listening to what I have to say? And it's, it's because in a lot of instances, we're, we're shouting. We're just broadcasting information in a very noisy world. And it's actually about, well, alignment. It's about being true to yourself and connecting. I, I say it so often now, but connecting. And, and as I say, it's, it's not just with people. It can be with these tools. It's with, with the, the devices that we're using. It's, do, you know, do we, do we see them as something that we're using or are they using us? So it's, it's just sort of that, that understanding the quality of the relationship and where, where there's times where we're over committed to them. Um, and therefore they, they, they start to be a little bit destructive or dysfunctional and, uh, and, and it's that opportunity to stop and recalibrate. That's a deep point that we one really need to consider because sometimes we, we like we all get used to we overwhelmed by these tools that there's a new social media tool there's a new plugin that's here and there that one wants to grab everything because we want to master and try everything and it's it's, it's sometimes it's, it's it's worrying to even all of us as much as we want to master the tools but sometimes the tools tend to master us because we want to be everywhere we want to I mean have our hands on almost all these things to tweak tools and it's become more noisy yeah it's it's a very noisy world out there and and i you know i'll hold my hand up and say i've been guilty of this as well where where uh, a new a new gadget or toy or app or device or media stream or whatever you know appears uh, through whatever it you know it comes in my email inbox or, or I see an advert for it or, or whatever it might be or it's been talked about on social media and it's very easy like a magpie for me to look at the shiny new thing and go oh I, I, should I have that should I be using that and you mentioned there about mastery and there's an old saying that says that you can master anything you want but you can't master everything that you want perfect it's just too, it, it's a it's a noisy world and uh, and and i think that i think that again the the uh the work when working with my clients and putting them through this mapping process and whatever it starts to highlight what is truly important to them and it it's not about being one-dimensional it is about having that aspect of alignment and different aspects of your life but it is about being consciously aware of where do you want to put your focus. We've only got so much time in any given day, um, but we've all got the same amount of time. And we'll notice that some people are very, very good at 
achieving lots of things whereas other people it feels like they they you know they'll often talk to us about the fact that um they wonder where their time has gone mm. and they don't feel like they've they've achieved much um there is a big difference between activity and productivity but uh you know it's where you put the energy and the effort into and where you put that focus that the results start to come so now let's begin to uh, get this straight for people who are the audience now those who have been overwhelmed by technology, the tools, the resources, the connections, the time into it, and how they begin to get clear focus on the little tools that are going to get them more results. What are the steps that they have to start doing from now? Some few tips here to help us. Well, I think I think that um, one of the things is is that 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 sense of peace. It's having a period of time where you can switch everything off. You know, so it's almost, it's not about the latest app or the news. I, I still carry journals around with me and pens and I like to capture notes in that way. Um, the, 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 the thing that I've often spoken again with people about is get the stuff out of your head. So whether it's, uh, it's, it's putting it on a reminders app or, or, um, or in a notepad or, but it's getting these things out of your head because the more things are whizzing around in your head, the likelihood is that you'll, you, you, you don't give it time to flourish and progress. So get, get these ideas that you have. So we often talk about, um, you probably have heard people talk about the aha moments, mm-hmm. those eureka moments. Well, a lot of people will probably find that they're very quickly followed by the ah yeah but moments. So you actually end up, you have an idea and then go, ah yeah, but I haven't got the time, I haven't got the energy, I don't know where to start, I don't know, I don't know anybody who could help me with that or I don't have the money. I think that, uh, where, where it served me well is to get those ideas out of my head and onto paper without any form of judgment on them at that stage. And then I allow them to flourish and then I, I, I form a question around it. So rather than it being something like, why am I so bad at such and such? That, if, if I ask myself that question, I, my mind will go into overdrive to find an answer for it. It'll tell me all the reasons why I'm so bad mm. at doing that. Whereas I ask a better quality question like, um, what do I need to find out to move in this direction? Then my mind will start to come up with ideas and solutions. It'll start to say, you need to know more about this or you, it would be good to, to speak to this person. And, and that's when I start capturing these things. This is where the self-awareness piece that I was talking about a moment ago starts to come in where I start to feel the gaps that I'm plugging. But again, you know, no man is an island. These things are worth sharing. It's about sitting and communicating with other people in whatever way, shape or form. And, and you know, again, I'm certainly not against uh, the wonderful experience that is the digital media. We wouldn't be having this conversation mm-hmm. if it wasn't for uh, technology and, uh, and the way things that have progressed. So it's utilizing them. It's harnessing them. Maybe it's about allocating certain time. I've started to really sort of work hard at allocating time to go, right, that is my consumption time. This is the allocated time that I will review people's blogs, listen to people's podcasts, read certain books and, uh, and, and start to develop. And then there's other time that I put aside for, right, this is creation time. This is when I actually start to build and make something. And then obviously the key bit is 
and who do I want to involve in that as well? Does that call for a mastermind group? Does it call for a mastermind group? That's a, that, I mean, again, uh, I've been members of mastermind groups and I run mastermind groups and uh, I'm actually looking at developing a new one uh, moving forward for certain things that I'm developing. It's and, and obviously to help others who are in similar things who are, are looking for it. And again, well-structured um, and organized mastermind groups can be fantastic um, because, again, this goes back to that who are those key relationships and what is the quality of them because what you don't want is you don't want to surround yourself with people who just want to hold you back, who, mm-hmm. who don't want to see you succeed. Once again, there's the, the old saying that you become the average of the, the five people that you hang around with the most. And the question that I like to ask in relation to that is, if you think about the five people that you hang around with the most, if you become the, do you bring the average up or do you bring the average down? So are you surrounding yourself with the right people? And the, the answer to that in my mind should be a bit of both because there should be people that are within your group that are, you're, you're, you're helping them and stretching them in certain directions and there should be people that, uh, that you surround yourself that, that lead you and pace you and, uh, and, 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 and stretch and develop you as well. Um, so, um, infinite spy. What mm. you, what do you do if you find yourself in, the, in a call of a group of people that you find as you they are always trying to pull you down and you are almost always on the average? How do you break free? Become addicted to such a site? <laughs> um, it's, it's it's a great question, isn't it? It's and 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 again, I think that if you if you asked a hundred people, you'd probably get a hundred answers because. What, there's no one size fits all to these things. Mm. I think that again, you've got to find what works for you. There's certain people who are morning people. There's certain people who are afternoon people and evening people and stay up late into the night. You've got to find the, the thing that works for you. With regards to the people, um, who, you know, surrounding yourself with the people who aren't serving you in the sense of helping you to, to grow and develop and to progress. You're always seeing them pulling you down. Then I think that it's about opening up and having that communication with them in the sense of, you know, look, I want to share this with you. This is, this is my view. Um, but it's how you share it. So if they, if, you, if it's constant criticism, what's going to happen is over a period of time, you're either going to stop sharing or you're going to cut those people out. You're going to start going, Do you know, I've got to find somebody new. And, and I think that this is one of the things that, that we often hold ourselves back with. We feel that we must surround ourselves with the people that we always have rather than actually stretching ourselves and going, well, who can I reach out to? You know, so again, people like yourself, putting yourself out there and, uh, and, and doing a podcast like this, you must have people reaching out to you. But you probably find that you have a lot of listeners who don't reach out. And there's a, there, there's a potential perception that they go, well, I can't reach out to Bernard. He's a really busy guy and he does this podcasting thing and, you know, and he's an expert on this. And, and who am I to reach out to him? And, and he, he probably won't read my email anyway. Whereas I don't, I, you know, I can't answer for you, but I like receiving that type of communication. I like people making comments on, on the, uh, on, on my, 
my site or or tweeting me or or you know and getting in touch that's you know if if you follow me on twitter that's one thing if you actually start to engage and talk to me on there that's a whole different thing and you know i'm i'm more than happy to help where i can you know obviously again within those sort of allocated time slots so it's it's about you know reaching out you'll be surprised when i started my podcast uh just over a year ago i you know, I, I started reaching out to different people thinking, who can I get on the show and where, where, and I never believed, you know, a hundred interviews later, the type of people that I've been able to get in touch with and, and, and speak with and the opportunities that it has started to bring. It's, it's been incredible and I've, I've really appreciated it. That's awesome. That leads me to what are some of the challenges that you face in personally connecting with some of these big names or big shots out there? And how did you overcome that to get them on your show? Well, again, you know, I've got to, to, so, so if you if you listen to my show, the, the 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 approach that I've taken is that I want people to come on the show and have a good time. So it is it, very much like your, yourself here, Bernard, with uh, with this show. It's very much a conversation. It's about getting to know the people, and then throughout that conversation, towards the end, I'm asking them questions in relation to who they would like to connect with and why and what's important to them, and then at the and then I. I flip the question around and I'll ask who they suggest and recommend that I connect to and why and and it's introduced incredible people it's it's getting the balance right because because sometimes you know if with with all the introductions that I've been given I can't I, I would literally be doing two or three shows a day um, you know and it's it's about sort of managing that but it's also it's about finding the right time for the person that I'm being introduced to as well. So, you know, I, I want them to come on and feel comfortable. So, I mean, it's been great. I've, uh, I've, I've yet to have refusals. I've yet to have, yet to have anybody turn around and say, no, I don't want to do it. Um, so, so that's been great. It's, uh, it's been a, a master plan in, in, in trying to, uh, to ensure that that the uh, the scheduling is right, um, and uh, I, I, to the point where I've literally just taken a period of time off from it all to really sort of readdress where we're going with it. You know, again, I know something that you talk about quite a lot with the whole branding mm-hmm. thing. What does it stand for? What does it do? What does it promise to people? And uh, and how do I ensure that I continue to deliver on that? And and I think that stopping every now and again just to to catch my breath and think, right, you know, are we still on track or off track? Is this still doing what I want it to do? Um, is is good in any project that uh, that we're putting ourselves out there to achieve? I will see in the midst of that, you you pause and see that the pie is infinite. You can still get more. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the point, you see. Again, you know, I, I like to think about what I can control and what I can do. Again, in helping and looking for what I, you know, I can, how I can help others. But it, it, it's very easy. If you listen to different people's language patterns, the different, the, the, the people who, who focus on 
you know, what they can control and those that lay things at the other people's feet. You know, I, I find it really interesting when you hear people talk about them, they and those. So many organizations apparently are run by them, they and those. Because when you ask them the question of, well, why don't we do this? They go, well, they won't let us. And who are they? You know, them up there. Well, well, who are them up there? Give me a name and I'll go and have a conversation with them and see if we can do this. Well, it's just those people up in the head office and, they, it's it's this global sort of opportunity to make an it, I don't want to say the word excuse, but but a reason not to do stuff. Whereas if we own it, and we go, I am going to do this. This is what I can control, and I'm responsible for, or I'm accountable to do. And it's not always about ah well, if if it wasn't for them, I'd be really good at this. Well. You know, you've got to take that personal responsibility and ownership as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's, that's so true, especially in this age. What I tell people, especially the young ones, that in this particular age, you have no excuse as to what you want to do and what you... Literally no excuse, because the tools and resources are available. So you can weave your way out into the things you do or make some gradual step towards the things you really want to do. I agree. Absolutely agree. You know, it's all, it's out there and, and, and sometimes we have to overcome hurdles and, you know, and, and, and jump around obstacles. But, um, but that, that's the difference. If you, if you want these things, if you put that, if you put the outcome out there, set that goal, set that intention and then start to bring it back about asking that quality of question. What can I do about this and who can I utilize and what relationship do I need to develop in order to achieve this? Um, and, and, and again, I, I mentioned earlier about the difference between, you know, giving and taking mm-hmm. and being open to receive. So, you know, I found that, that people who want to give and help and serve others, um, and, uh, and help them to achieve things, um, seem to go a long way you know so as much as i was talking about you know you've got to take personal responsibility i'm not talking about being selfish i'm talking about i can do this and this and and by doing this i can help these people so it's looking to help others in, in that sort of way now on the flip side of that some people will automatically say the opposite of that is being a taker and there are people out there that uh, what's in it for me that's their first question what what's in it for me if i was to you know if i help you what what, what do i get out of it and and I think that the way that I prefer to look at the other side, because those people, that, you know, it does tend to come back and uh, and bite them eventually. But I prefer to say that it's okay to be open to receive, because if I'm if if, if the world was full of just givers, then there would be no and nobody's open to receive. Then you're taking away my opportunity to give. <laughs> so you know, it's it's it's. It's coming to terms with if somebody wants to give, then then take it gratefully and 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 you know and, and honestly, openly. Mm-hmm. That's a point. That, so that the cycle continues to if you gracefully receive and also go back and give and put that put it back in together, we have a cycle continuing again. Exactly, keeps the flow going. It keeps the flow going. It keeps things moving. If you if you hold on to things too tightly, then it stops the flow. It stops the flow. And we've always fall backwards, you know, the pie is infinite. There's more. Yes, 
Yeah, absolutely. Let it flow through and uh, knowing that more is on its way. <laughs> in fact, sometimes, again, you were talking earlier um, about, you know, uh, uh, some of the, 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 if you like, the tips that I can give. Well, sometimes I have this uh, uh, this this sort of allocated time to to clear things away to clear space whether it's the email inbox or 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 something physical like my bookcase or or the clothes out of my 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 wardrobe in the sense of clearing space for more to flow through because if i don't if i don't clear that space then it just starts to move to overflowing and uh, and not necessarily in a good way and and again, you know, I don't get overly fixated on email inbox zero because there's always going to be another email coming in. I like to have it manageable and controllable and to feel like I'm in control of it, but it's not, I'm not fixated if there's not a zero on the, 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 the top of my uh, uh, email inbox number. Yeah, so in the midst of all connecting and helping people out in order you do to also let them find their hard moments and also connect. Uh, how how do you have fun, Alan? How do you have? How do yeah, I have fun? Yeah, fun. Title. Oh, I can I can talk for hours on this. So connection connection to me again, like I said, is to people, to places, and things. So you know, I'm I'm literally packing this weekend to uh, to head down to the the coast. I love being by the water. I have a, a, a real connection to water. I used to uh, surf as a, as a kid and, uh, uh, and things like that. I have three children. I have three little girls of my own. So, um, so spending time with them is always wonderful. Uh, I'm a reader. I like reading for pleasure. Films. I like going out to the film. So music again, you know, and it, it but it's finding that thing. It's finding that connection. With music, there's there's certain music that I'll listen to, and I used to be the type of person that if I read a book or listened to music or whatever, that I had to see it through. If I started a book, I had to finish it. Now I just go, if this doesn't if this doesn't resonate with me, there's more mm-hmm. books. So let's put this one down and move on. It's not I'm gonna battle through this one because I I, I feel like I need to. So yeah, I think uh, I think you know spending time with with friends and just uh, over a good meal, all of that type of thing. But I like um, I like activity as well. You know, I'm a I, you know I've I've started running again and uh, and trying to keep fit and looking after myself um, because I want to I want to see those those three little girls grow up and to to be able to to spend a lot of time and, and energy oh, with that's them. Lovely. <laughs> that's lovely. That's lovely. Thank you. <laughs> what would be your billion-dollar tip or advice in the area of connecting, making connection account to the world? Well, again, the the the, the, the two parts. So, the, so the first part is about connecting. The first part is about reaching out. So, it is about connecting, and it could be to people who are already in your life. Um, so, so look around you, and again. To give you, to give you uh, a little bit of insight into this map that I do, I get people to put these key relationships around them, physically draw them out on a map, them in the center, you know, circle in the center with their name in it, and then put the, the people, their key relationships around them. And then I want you to start thinking about the quality of that relationship, and you join yourself to these people on this map that you're building by a, a set number of lines. One line means that it's a very neutral relationship. It's just a quite transactional. Um, two lines means it's a great collaborative win-win. You know, I, I 
give, but I also open to receive in this relationship. Three lines is that it's overcommitted or it's, um, it's a, there's a time suck there. I feel like I'm getting absorbed into it or, or I need to um, allocate. They take up too much of my time or I'm over-reliant on them. And then a, a sort of a jaggedy line or a, a broken line is what I class as a, a, a dysfunctional or a conflicted type relationship. And by looking at that and putting that down on paper, you can then start to visually see where the work's needed and where those relationships should be and how you can spend more time. And you can put yourself in the shoes of the other person and, and ask yourself, where would I appear on their map? What would they be saying about me if they were sort of doing the same exercise? And would it be a place that I'd want them to be? So this sort of, if you like, by doing this sort of um, this exercise, gives you that opportunity to go, no wonder I have no energy or no time. Look at all of these relationships where I'm overcommitted. And again, they could be to people or it could be to, um, to, to, to devices or tools that we use. I'm always on Facebook and it just three hours disappears before I realize it and I've got to stop. So just take the time. To, in, in whatever way works for you, but take the time to sit down and, and think about, do that self-analysis, self-awareness piece to go, where are the quality of the relationships? I also get people to put people on the map that they don't have a relationship with, but they'd like to, because again, that's almost setting the intention, that's putting it out there, and it's amazing how once you set that goal, those type of things start to happen. But it's then fo- focusing on those key relationships and thinking, what can I do about it? Do I want to put the time and effort and energy into developing and enhancing these relationships and picking the ones that are going to be uh, going to make the, the, the biggest difference um, quickly? And you get some momentum then. Wow. wow. I think this is good. Really making connection that counts. Well, you've got, the, and that's the, that's the second piece. So the first piece is about reaching out and making that connection. The second piece is the analysis is doing that sort of awareness piece to go, what is going to make this count, both for me and for them? Because, you know, to you it might be, I want to spend more time with them. To them it might be, I want better quality time. Just spending time with people, if it's of a low quality, if you're spending hours and hours and hours with your best friend, but your face is always in your uh, your tablet or your phone or, or whatever, because you're, 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 you're with your communicating with somebody else then you may as well not be there so that's not creating a connection that counts that's just being together and uh, and i think that we can all fall into that trap can't mm, we yeah yeah it does happen i was telling uh suzanne that that time that it, that's happened a lot of times you go to social events and everybody's picking out at this phone and looking through the phone almost half the time whilst you need to connect with the person who's just right in front of you yeah and I think sometimes that can be a confidence thing. I think that can be a uh, a safety blanket. It's If I'm looking at my phone, at least I'm communicating with somebody. At least I, I can look important. At least I look like I'm not just standing here. But it's also it's it's avoiding the fear. It's almost like if I, if I put this phone, if I turn the phone off and put it in my pocket, I might have to look up and actually go and say hello to somebody. And that's scary. But, you know, that person that you go and say hello to, they're probably just as scared and would like somebody to say hello to them as well. Right. So, Alan, where can one connect with you and get access to other things and the service that you offer? 
Okay, so you can um, you can find my, my website is infinitepie.co.uk. Uh, I am on Twitter, so it's at Al underscore Fawcett, so that's A L underscore F A W C E W T, or at Infinite Pie. So, and we're on Facebook and all the various bits and pieces. But you can you can head over to the website, check it out there, and uh, and you should be pointed in the right direction. But reach out to me, you know. Again, like I say, I'm I'm more than happy for people to uh, to to drop me a note, and uh, and I'll reply as often as I can. That's sweet to know. That's sweet to know. Yeah, yeah, easily accessible when people. Especially if they let me know that they've uh, they've listened to your podcast, that'd be uh, that'd be great. If they if they come in and say I was listening to you on on Bernard's po- podcast and uh, and and you know and I want to connect, then then that'd be fantastic. So I get some context then, so that'd be brilliant. But uh, yeah, it'd be it'd be good stuff. And and of course, obviously, you know you can you can listen to my podcast as well, Infinite Pie Connection Podcast. It's over there on iTunes. That'd be fantastic. That's, That's a good bonus. So if you're listening, you want to connect with Alan. Do that. Go to infinitepie.co.uk and also get to this podcast. It's been a great time we are connecting with you and making real connection that count for banks and business and individuals. Look forward to it. Thanks. Thanks, Alan. It's been, it's been great. That's brilliant. Been great. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for listening. I want you to go to Amazon.com and get my latest book on personal branding. That is Rebrand. The Ultimate Guide to Personal Branding. Get a copy for yourself and for someone else. The book is Rebrand, The Ultimate Guide to Personal Branding. The best is yours.